0: Hey, my name's Helen, and you're listening to the Love Mondays Club podcast. If you're a fellow tutor, trainer, or coach, then welcome. You're in the right place. Whether you're looking to start, grow, or expand your online services, this podcast is for you. My goal is to help you build your business, earn more money, and have more fun in this messy muddle we call entrepreneurship. Every Monday, I'm going to be sharing practical tips to help you accelerate your business. From marketing to mindset to money, we'll cover it all. So if you're ready, let's dive in everyone, before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to quickly remind you that on Wednesday the 25th of January, I am running a special workshop for people who want to master their marketing in 2023. So in this workshop, we are going to be working together to talk about how we can create you a bespoke plan for the year that's going to help you to get your voice out there, get your message out there, get more eyes on your business, and ultimately, help you to start attracting new clients and making more money. So if you are interested in this workshop and you think this is something that could benefit you, I'm going to put the link in the show notes that you can go and check it out. And I would love to see you there on Wednesday, the 25th of January. And the workshop times are 10am or 7.30pm. You can choose whichever one suits you. See you then. So today's episode is all about really a bit of a combination of mindset and also sort of planning and organization. Now, one thing that I have tried to ban myself from saying in the past sort of six months or so is this phrase, I don't have enough time. I've been in business now for nearly five years and I think I say it at least probably 10 times a week. (laughs) There's always some excuse for me not doing things and generally is, you know, this idea that I don't have enough time, I can't fit everything in. But what I've really sort of realized and noticed is that actually, Actually, so much of this is about what we're truly prioritizing because the world is full of so many distractions. But the truth is that if we really want to build and grow our businesses, then we need to be laser focused on exactly what it is that we want to do. And we need to have that discipline to help us to kind of sit down and just get stuff done. So I want to talk a little bit more about this today and helping you to try and sort of bust this myth, perhaps, of this idea that you don't have enough time to. Do things. Now, don't get me wrong, I will caveat this and say that we all have different responsibilities in our lives, and you know, there are multiple things during the day that can take up our time, but I had a little bit of reflection over the past couple of weeks about sort of what I've been doing and I wanted to share this with you and sort of give you some action tips as well at the end to kind of help you try and get back a little bit more time so that you can, you know, focus on your business and achieve what you really want to achieve. So one thing that I have always found a little bit challenging is finding that balance between sort of being really productive but also having downtime as well. I don't know about you but I'm definitely one of these people who I'm either 100 mile an hour doing everything you know sort of burying my head into what I'm trying to do and then I go to the complete opposite end of the scale and then maybe I'm doing absolutely nothing and I feel like this sort of start of the new year is a really strange time when sort of New Year's Eve creeps around and New Year's Day that first week of January for a lot of us we're kind of easing back into it but in this online sort of business space as well there's so much stuff going on about goal setting and planning for the year and it can be you know really inspiring and really motivating Motivating and make you sort of think, right, you know, new year, new start, this is what I really want to achieve and help you to get really focused. But then all of a sudden, the second week of January rolls around <laughs> and sometimes the enthusiasm can be waning already. Here in the UK, it's freezing cold. I feel like I just can't warm up at the moment. I permanently have a hot water bottle attached to me. And do you know what? That can be really exhausting and demotivating being cold all the time. I know having spoken to a few people that it's a bit of a strange roller coaster at the moment. And this is why, again, I wanted to talk today and maybe give a few sort of harsh truths about time management and thinking about sort of how we're easing from that downtime, that quiet time of Christmas, and then going into the new year and sort of setting routines for us that can really help us. Between Christmas and New Year's, my partner and I, we were talking about sort of resolutions. And one thing I said to him is that I actually want to watch less TV. Now, Don't get me wrong, I actually really don't watch that much TV. But I had this little realisation between Christmas and New Year's. We were looking for something to watch and I'm going to say something a bit controversial here and people might reach out to me and tell me why I'm so wrong. Please do, because I'm still a bit lost. But everyone was talking about White Lotus and how great it was. Now I started watching it, first episode I was a bit like, ah, well all right it's okay but it must get better because everyone keeps talking about it i'm very stubborn and once i start something i want to finish it so i watched the whole of series one and honestly my conclusion was it was six hours of my life that i was never going to get back (laughs) controversial some people seem to love it but i didn't get the hype i didn't understand why it was so popular it really got me thinking about that sort of time that i sat there in those those six hours of watching tv and actually all of the other things i could have been doing now don't get me wrong There's absolutely no way that we can be robots and we can sit there like working continuously. Like we need to have that downtime and things like TV is, you know, can be good for that. But for me, a big sort of change that I've been trying to make this year is trying to find downtime that kind of still feels a little bit productive or is at least using my brain in some way. Now, one of my favourite things I've really got into, and I've actually seen a couple of other people doing this as well on social media. First of all, I love listening to podcasts because it's a massive growing industry. There is so much variety out there. And it's one of these things that, you know, you can learn things, you can be entertained by it. And as well, for me, it's one of the times when I get loads of ideas and inspiration, sort of listening to other people and what they're doing with their businesses and sort of their dreams. So what I found myself doing was actually doing puzzles and listening to podcasts and honestly this has become my new favourite thing to do, like not going out on a Friday, I'd rather have a glass of wine, do a puzzle and listen to some podcasts. <laughs> That's how exciting my January is for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> there was an element of it to me that did still feel a little bit productive and I could still sort of get something out of it and actually if I want that sort of maybe like 20 minutes during the week where I want to sit down and just switch off, that for me was a really good example of something that I can do that, you know, still helps me feel inspired, but also doesn't make me feel like I've potentially wasted a few hours of my life. Another thing as well is this whole idea of sort of time, you know, time is a funny thing and people saying, you know, a lot of people I talk to when we talk about our programs and we talk about sort of building businesses and the importance of marketing is so many people say that they don't have time to sort of market themselves, this is something that I want to sort of call you out on maybe a little bit here. And look, talking to myself as well, you know, I'm certainly guilty of this. But whilst you're listening to this podcast, if you're not driving or walking or whatever, go onto your phone, and just have a look at your screen time and your screen usage. And I was saying this to one of my clients the other day and I was saying, you know, just, you know, be really honest with me. Like on average, how much time a day do you spend on social media? And we, we both looked at our screens. I would say that, you know, at least on average, it must be around about an hour a day that we might spend on social media. Now, that could be multiple platforms. It depends what you're doing. But the reality is, when we spoke about this and we said, okay, so we're spending an hour a day on social media, what are we actually doing on there? are we scrolling through, getting caught in what we call in our household, the scroll hole? You get, you fall into the scroll hole and it's hard to get back out of. But potentially, you know, you're watching reels. You're watching, I don't know, dog videos, potentially in my case, or even that you're just watching lots of videos of hacks and ideas and tips. And don't get me wrong, in the moment, in that 20 seconds or 30 seconds of video, you've probably been given some really valuable or interesting information from somebody. But first question to ask is, are you actioning it? Are you actually taking the information away and doing something with it? And actually in that whole potential half an hour hour that you might have spend throughout the day on social media, is there not a five minute window that you could also contribute to it, that you could write your own post, you could share your own content? More often than not, it's not actually the fact that time is the issue. Because if we've got enough time to sit there scrolling through social media and looking at everybody else's lives, I would suggest to say that we definitely have enough time to do something for ourselves and our own businesses as well. So what I've noticed is that really, for lots of people, it's that they feel maybe like they don't know what to do in terms of the marketing or social media. They don't know what to focus on. You know, they may be feeling a bit uninspired. They're not sure what they should be talking about. They feel like they're being repetitive or that they don't have anything unique to say. And sometimes as well, like, can just be the case that you're lacking accountability and there's a feeling that oh well I can do it later tomorrow never comes as they say and this feeling that oh I'll, I'll do the post later or you know I don't you know I've got to go do whatever task it is this morning so I'll pick it up and then ultimately the day rolls around the evening rolls around and then potentially you're sat there on the sofa you're tired again maybe feeling that lack of inspiration or you're just thinking oh it's too late it's too late I'll do it first thing tomorrow and another thing as well is I think it's also the idea that perhaps that we're not feeling totally clear on why it is we really want to do what we're doing in terms of growing our businesses and putting ourselves out there. All the good news is that all of these things can totally be changed and hopefully sort of off the back of what I've talked about here it's certainly not meant to be like a telling off of making you feel bad because I am quite often with these podcasts talking to myself as well. You know, how often do we say, like, if we listen to our own advice, how far would we be? And I am so guilty of, you know, this phrase, I don't have enough time, not prioritising things always, you know, sometimes getting stuck in that scroll hole. So this is certainly not an episode to sit here and kind of beat yourself with a stick. But instead, it's actually to hopefully try and show you the opportunity that you have and that you do actually have the time to do these things. So let's talk about the ways that you can maybe start making some of these changes to ultimately help you start being more consistent, help you grow your business a lot more and feel like you have so much more time. So first of all, I've actually started rereading this book because I love it so much. So it's Atomic Habits and it's all about that concept of the 1% rule. So we're not going to dramatically change our routine and habits overnight. A good example of this is like a a crash diet, isn't it? So you you suddenly go from one extreme to the other and the truth is that you just can't keep it up. One, because it's miserable. (laughs) Two, you don't get to eat the nice foods anymore and it's just not sustainable so instead the one percent rule is this whole idea of making really tiny changes which will then sort of like incrementally build and build and build and become better habits for you so here's an example for you perhaps in the morning you always get up the first thing you do is maybe make yourself like a cup of tea cup of coffee or a warm drink or something like that I know that lots of us when I I sort of spoke to my my groups about this and I asked them you know do you pick up your phone in the morning is it one of the first things you look at vast majority of us put our hands up and said yes we do go so straight onto our phones inevitably social media is what we're going to click on so that little one percent change you could make is that when you have your morning cup of whatever that's the time when you do the one post. So it's done, it's there for the day, the box is ticked, you post it and then you can walk away and sort of get on with the rest of your morning routine and not worry about it. So that's like an example of a really small change you could make. If you're perhaps not a morning person and you're sat there thinking, well Helen, you know, I don't wake up and I'm just like bursting ideas and could sit there and whack out a post in 10-15 minutes, then there are so many apps out there to help you with this sort of stuff. So I really love Trello and you can create a free account with it, highly recommend. I use that as like a giant sort of board or set of lists to help me plan and map out ideas. So this means that, you know, we're not necessarily inspired and sort of switched on every day. So I have this huge list of Posts and ideas and drafts that when inspiration does strike and I have these ideas, I go onto Trello quickly, scribble it all down and then, because I don't know about you, but I find that with post writing, I either feel like I have nothing to say or... <laughs> Or all of a sudden one day ideas are just springing one after another one after another and then you're frustrated because you're like I've got all these great ideas and I can't do it all at once so that's where Trello is a great place to go and just dump all these ideas so that when you do sort of try and get into that routine of maybe posting and marketing and you know putting yourself out there once a day you have this bank that you can go to and take ideas from another thing as well and I've talked about this quite a lot in my episodes but I really do swear by it is having a diary or a calendar that literally acts like your boss or your personal assistant. What I do is on like a Friday or a Sunday, depending on my routine for the week, I will sit there and look at the next five days and plan out literally blocking out times of like, you know, this is when I'm doing email marketing. This is when I've got my client calls. This is when I've got my one-to-one calls. This is when I'm gonna go out with a dog. This is when I'm gonna go to Aqua. This is when I'm gonna, even things like, you know, this is when I'm gonna cook dinner. Everything is kind of color-coded, It's very beautiful. But it means that when I wake up in the morning, I know exactly what I have to do for the day. And it helps me to be so much more productive. And also it can give you deadlines. Like if you're the kind of person who works better with just a little bit of pressure and a little bit more of a deadline, by doing this, you're going to essentially be saying to yourself, like, I have to get, you know, these posts or these emails or this lesson plan or this content written within this next hour, because I know I've got another three things after it and I'm not going to have time to come back to it. So the The idea is as well with this that you don't ever have to sit down at your desk and not actually know what you're doing because again it's so easy to sit down and think right I've got a million things to do and then you end up doing none of them because you're sort of almost a little bit overwhelmed clicking around. And off the back of that as well, another big top tip, only have one tab open at a time. I, again, you know, I'm, I'm sat here recording this on my laptop and I, as I'm saying this to you, I'm looking at my screen and I definitely do not have only one tab open. <laughs> So, you know, note to self, take my own advice. But it is so true that when I want to do focused, concentrated work, I shut down everything and there is just literally that one screen there and one thing for me to focus on. You know, phones are on mute, everything, and it really helps with that productivity. And amazing how much you can get done when you're that focused as well. I think though, overall, the number one tip to think about and to help you sort of make these changes is really identifying and understanding why it is you're doing what you're doing with your business you know why do you want to start this business why do you want to grow it you know the goals that you've set for this year whether they're like financial and growth and things like that they can sometimes feel a little bit shallow a little bit arbitrary if there isn't like a deeper meaning behind them and it's that deeper meaning that is what is going to like motivate you and inspire you and like spur you to keep going on when times are a little bit tough or the motivation's not quite there because like this is a roller coaster you don't feel super switched on i'm imagining i'm speaking from experience and i know from everybody i worked with you know not every day is a good day so there needs to be something deeper sort of driving us forward with what we're trying to do i'll give you some like examples so for me i have big high income goals for this year and it's not because of the numbers in my bank account or the sort of the the ego that can go behind, you know, saying six figures or seven figures, things like that. For me, it's about a whole range of different things. You know, it's that I have health problems. I want to have some surgery and things in the future. And really, I want to, if I can afford to, do it through private medical care because... I don't want to have to wait years for help and I know that the sooner I get things done, the better my quality of life will be in the future. So that's a huge driving force for me. I also want to, you know, like probably many people here, reduce mortgage payments so that we're not at the mercy of the bank and interest rates and all of the chaos that's been going on in in the UK recently with the cost of living crisis. Even things like I want to be able to get in my car, I want to go to Europe with my partner and the dog and we want to travel around and we don't want to have to worry about having to come home at a certain time because of work obviously visas permitting and everything else (laughs) the reason i've given you all these examples is because there is a common theme that threads through all of them and it's freedom it's that freedom to allow me to have the medical care that i need when i need it it allows me the freedom to not kind of you know worry about the letters coming in from the bank or you know gives me the freedom to go traveling and do all these exciting things and money is you know simply a byproduct that like enables all of that stuff. So this has been a huge turning point for me in a sort of mindset point of view of my business is that, you know, when I first started, I was very much focused on like numbers and things like that. But yet I never felt overly driven or inspired to do anything with it. You know, I always felt like there was just something there sort of stopping me, holding me back from doing things. If you also perhaps are sitting there listening to this and feeling like actually yeah, I feel potentially a little bit stuck or I don't really know why you know I have these goals but potentially I'm not I don't feel like I'm necessarily going after them so much then I really really recommend sitting down and like I say not doing the kind of like financial goals and things like that but also thinking about like what's the real purpose of all of this like what's the sort of the overall aim what do I really want to change or achieve in my life and how's the business and the money and things like that going to allow me to do these things. Action points to take away from today is don't beat yourself up if you haven't achieved things as fast as you would like. Like they always say this whole process of building your business is climbing a mountain. Like I'm going to go for all the cliches here. Like it's not a stroll in the park, (laughs) you know, these things as much as it's promoted to us online, social media, like, It's not easy. It is tough. You have to be resilient. You have to keep pushing forward like the good days and the bad days. Being really intentional and clear about what you want is going to help you so much in finding that sort of time and that motivation and that sort of organisation helping you to show up more and more and grow your business. So think today about, we mentioned earlier, like what is that little 1% change that you could make? Like what is the tiny little habit you can change that can stop you feeling like you don't have enough time and actually get back another 10-15 minutes that you can dedicate to your business, to growing it, to putting yourself out there. So a suggestion for you would be at the end of this episode, go online, grab a photo of yourself and just reintroduce yourself. If you haven't done that for a while, just do a simple post, introducing yourself to the world, telling them what you do, like start as you mean to go on today. And also if you're on Instagram, make sure you tag me in the post because I would love to come and see it and celebrate with you. So you can tag me at Love Mondays club. So I hope today has given you some ideas and busted that myth potentially a little bit about this narrative that we might have about not having enough time. If you want to know anything more about my programs or any sort of information about the workshop that I mentioned at the start of this episode, make sure as well, please, that you head over to the show notes and all of the relevant links are there for you. Okay, I hope you have a lovely day and I look forward to sharing next episode with you next Monday. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Love Mondays Club podcast. Don't forget to review and subscribe or share this episode with one of your business friends. For more information and support from today's episode, head over to the show notes at lovemondaysclub.co.uk. Have a great week and I'll see you See you next Monday.